Well, hello friends. It's good to be back with you on Always More TV. We have been doing a study on Isaiah 11, 2 through 3 that has just been rocking my world and I hope you are enjoying it too. Thank you for being with us today. We're going to be talking about the spirit of counsel and might and why we need them. No matter how much we know or think we know about God and His Word, there is always more. Today on Always More, Rebecca Keener discusses how the Holy Spirit is relevant to our everyday lives. He is the one who is our comforter in times of need and gives us the power to live a victorious life. Now, here's Rebecca. Well, hello everyone. Welcome back to Always More. Today we're studying Isaiah chapter 11, verse 2 through 3. So if you want to get your Bible and join in, that would be great. It is an amazing, amazing verse to study today on counsel and might that's going to make a difference in your life. So thank you for joining us. Let's have a word of prayer. We'll get right into it. Father, in Jesus' name, we thank you so much for every single person who is watching today or listening. We pray, Father, that your spirit would rest upon them and, Lord, that you would give them the counsel and the might, the strength that they need to be able to do what you've called them to do. Lord, speak to us today through your word. Speak and change our life, we ask in your holy name. Amen. Amen. Well, thank you again. It's going to be an amazing word because it is changing my life in a great way. And I'm just loving this particular verse. The Lord put it on my heart some uh, months back to do a little study on this and how the uh, the the seven ministries, the so sevenfold ministry of the Spirit is what we're looking at in Isaiah chapter 11. And um, it is also described in uh, Revelation, the seven spirits of God, which are the spirit of wisdom, the spirit of understanding, the spirit of counsel, the spirit of might, the spirit of knowledge, and the fear of the Lord. So looking at Isaiah chapter 11, it says, And the Spirit of the Lord shall rest upon him, speaking of Jesus, our Savior. And then it goes on to say the Spirit of wisdom and understanding. And we've talked about that Holy Spirit resting upon Jesus and the Spirit of wisdom and the Spirit of understanding in previous lessons. If you'd like to go back on our YouTube channel, you can study along with us and take a listen to those. And then it says the Spirit of counsel and might, the Spirit of knowledge and the fear of the Lord. So we're looking at today the Spirit of counsel and why we need it and the spirit of might and what it is and why we need it. And you know, we need faith in our life to believe for big things and to dream and to live God's purpose and to have vision. And he wants us to ask big. And in order to do that, we've got to have his counsel and we've got to have his strength to carry out those things that he's told you and I to do. So we're looking at uh, just this, the uh, spirit of counsel and what that means. Now, when you think of counsel, when you think of a counselor, what, what comes to your mind? You know, sometimes for me, I'll think about somebody being in a counselor's office and sitting on a couch and 
pouring out, you know, those things that are on our heart that we need wisdom for, we need counsel for. And it's always good to see a wise counselor, a wise biblical counselor. We've talked about that. Psalm 1, blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the ungodly, but he walks in the counsel of the godly and his delight is in the law of the Lord. So we want to go to people for counsel, for wisdom, who will give us the Word of God because we know the Word of God will point us in the right direction and the Word of God will be right for us and bring life. Amen. Uh, Jeremiah 32 and 19 says, You are great in counsel and mighty in work, for your eyes are open to all the ways of the sons of men to give everyone according to his ways and according to the fruit of his doings. And so we know that we serve a God who is great in counsel. You know, when you're going through a problem or a situation, we don't have to make a hundred phone calls to different people. We can go straight to God and say, God, will you help us? Will you give us the counsel that we need? I'm facing some things right now. I need his counsel on and I need to go directly to him. Now he may use other people and bring people into our life to speak into our life, but uh, many times he'll speak through his word. Many times he'll speak through uh, his voice, his still small voice speaking to us in our spirit. And he'll say, this is the way, walk ye in it. So we go straight to the Lord because he is great in counsel. Now, why are some reasons that we need the counsel of God? I just want to talk about these for a few moments because the Bible is very clear on these. You know, one reason why, the first reason is because we don't want to live frustrated. I don't know about you, but I don't like to be frustrated. I don't like to be frustrated at people and situations and and difficulties and getting into trouble that I wouldn't have gotten into if I'd had the wisdom and the counsel of God. Amen. Proverbs 15 and 22 says, Without consultation, plans are frustrated, but with many counselors, they succeed. Amen. So we need around us those voices speaking into our life. Matter of fact, this week our ministry had a board meeting, a board of directors meeting, and I was able just to glean that counsel, that wisdom from our oversight, those people who are guiding us and helping to lead us and praying over us and uh, surrounding us with that wise counsel. We all need that accountability and that wise counsel, and it keeps us from being frustrated. It keeps us from getting into uh, ditches and into trouble. Amen. The second reason why we need counsel is because we don't want to be a fool. Amen. I don't want to be a fool. I don't want to be a fool. I don't want to be a fool. It reminds me of that preacher, E.V. Hill. He said, I don't want to go to hell. I don't want to go to hell. I don't want to go to hell. And I don't want to go to hell and I don't want to be a fool. Amen. And um, I know that hell is full of people who lived foolish lives and did not give their life to Jesus Christ. And they squandered their life. They squandered their gifts. They squandered their abilities that they could have given to the Lord and they chose to go a different way. 
But the Bible says in Proverbs 12 and 15, the way of a fool is right in his own eyes, but a wise man is he who listens to counsel. So if we sit down and we just listen to somebody speak wisdom into our life, oftentimes the Lord will speak through that person, through that counsel, or through his word, and give us that direction that we need to make a wise choice. Number three is we want to be stable. Amen. I've been through some years in my life where I did not have stability, and it was because there was a lack of wisdom and a lack of counsel. Proverbs 19, 20 through 21 says, listen to counsel and accept discipline. You know, sometimes that's hard to do. Sometimes it's just hard to be corrected, but we have to drop our pride and say, Lord, I know when you correct me, you love me. And so we welcome his correction into our life. Listen to counsel and accept discipline that you may be wise the rest of your days. Many plans are in a man's heart, but the counsel of the Lord will stand. So when the Lord gives us something, it's stable, it's fixed, it's strong, it's mighty, it's good. Amen. And we want to stand upon his counsel. We want to stand upon his direction of what we need to be doing at every moment of every day. We have to seek him for his counsel. You know, there have been times with this ministry I've had to say, Lord, what direction do you want us to take? You know, do you want us to continue? Sometimes you feel like, is anybody listening? Is anybody being reached? Is anybody's life being impacted by this? And, you know, if it weren't for the counsel and the wisdom of God, we would just give up, wouldn't we? You would give up. I would give up. But God urges us on and he counsels us and he cheers us and he uh, reproves us when we need it and he directs our path when we trust in him. So we want his counsel, his counsel, because it's stable and it'll keep us on stable ground. Number four, the reason why we need counsel is because we want our plans and our family's plans to succeed. I want, I don't know about you, but I want my kids to succeed. I want them to do better than we ever thought about doing. Amen. I want my grandchildren, every generation to do better than what we ever were able to do for the Lord, to do more for Him, to reach more people, to have a greater impact upon this earth, to live a happy and a blessed life, to be successful. You know, I don't know many parents who don't want that. That's kind of innate within us that we want our children. We're not jealous of our children. We want them to be blessed and to do better. And so we want our plans to succeed. Proverbs 20 and 18 says, prepare plans by consultation. Everybody just say that with me. Prepare plans by consultation and make war by wise guidance. Without consultation, and I just read this, plans are frustrated, but with many counselors, they succeed. So there's no shame in getting counsel. Some people think, well, I don't want to go to a counselor because somebody will, you know, think I'm all messed up. And no, we need counseling. Edward and I have been to several different counselors and people who have spoken into our life and then have people 
speaking into our family. And we need that more and more as we see the days getting darker and darker. So there's no shame in that. If any of you are watching today and you feel like, well, I don't want to go to a counselor because people will think something bad about me. No, we need, we need biblical counseling. People who will speak into our life from the Word of God. Uh, one counselor that we had called it methodical counseling, which is you get the Bible out in front of you, you get the uh, couple or the person on the other side, and you speak from the Word, the, the answer, because everything, every situation we could ever face or think about facing is in the Word of God. Amen. Deuteronomy 32 and 28 uh, says that they are a nation void of counsel, neither is there any understanding in them. And one reason why we want to have wise counsel and understanding is because we don't want to live in a nation that has gone crazy. We don't want to live in a nation of lawlessness. We don't want to live in a nation where uh, there is innocent blood, abortions that are into the millions and millions. We don't want to live in a nation full of debt and hatred and bitterness and strife and, and anger and name-calling. No, we want to live in a nation that is blessed of the Lord. And in order to do that, we have to have the counsel of God. We've got to have wise understanding. So when we need that counsel, who do we go to? We go to the Lord. Amen. You know, we talked about one of our very first programs on Always More, and you can go back and watch this program. Hopefully, we've improved a little bit since our beginning. But, you know, it's the anointing on the program that makes a difference, and it's His Word. When we give you His Word, which is His counsel, then we give you everything. If we were to come on here and just give you a bunch of history and motivational facts, we give you nothing. But this is good ground because we're giving you the Word of God. And John 14 and 16 says that the Holy Spirit is our counselor. He is the one who we call upon, the greatest person walking the face of the earth today. And if you don't know him, you need to invite him into your life and say, I want to experience you, Holy Spirit. Some of you I'm talking to have been in, in church all your life. Maybe you've received Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. And you're like those disciples in the book of Acts that said, you know, we haven't even so much as heard about the Holy Spirit. Well, the Holy Spirit is your counselor, and He is the one who will counsel you through His Word, and He will speak to you, and He will show you the way you should go. Amen. So I pray for you today. If you need a counselor, if you need counsel, allow the Holy Spirit to be that one for you. Now, when we come back, we're going to talk about the Spirit of Might from Isaiah chapter 11. This is a powerful conversation we're going to have. So stay with us. We'll be right back. Hello, everyone. Thank you so much for watching Always More TV. I hope you're enjoying the study and our time together. I wanted to share with you a letter from a man who has been watching the program, and he says, I'm really learning a lot about the Holy Spirit that I never knew before, and now I realize that He has guided me all along the way without me being aware of it. And you know, letters like that just touch my heart and just 
let us know it encourages us to just continue that conversation about the Holy Spirit because people are hungry and they want to know more about this precious Holy Spirit. You know, many of us have grown up in church and we've heard about God. We hear about Jesus. We hear the stories about Jesus, but many of us have not known about the Holy Spirit. And so this is an opportunity for us to share and focus on the precious Holy Spirit who is part of the triune God. And we pray it blesses you and encourages you and helps build you up in your life and gives you hope. Welcome back, everybody. We're talking about Isaiah chapter 11, verses 2 through 3. I hope you've been with us because this is some life-saving material that God has given us, and I, I pray it's been a blessing to you. We're talking about now the spirit of might, the spirit of might. What is might? When you think about might, what is it that comes to your mind? When I think about might, I think about mighty, mighty man. I think about a bodybuilder, maybe somebody lifting really, really heavy weights. And, you know, I lift my 10 pound weights and I think I'm really doing good with my 10 pounders. I'm going to stick with my 10 pounders. But when you think of somebody who has a lot of might, a lot of strength, you, you know, sometimes we think of that bodybuilder. Um, it's a derivative of a Hebrew word called gibor, G-I-B-B-O-R, which means champion. It means strong. It means mighty. It means he who excels. And I want to be somebody who excels in life, don't you? Because when we excel, we bring glory and honor to God, and we also help other people. And that's the desire of our heart. That's the desire of this program, that it's mighty, that it's strong, because we're bringing the Word of God, and the Word of God is mighty, and it will change lives. The term is also associated to the the um, El, El Gabor, which translates to mighty God. And we do serve a mighty God. What a mighty God we serve. And because He is mighty and He has the spirit of might, He wants us to be mighty as well. Isaiah 9 and 6 uh, you know this verse. For unto us a child will be born, a son is given, and the government will rest on his shoulders, and his name will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God. Mighty God. It didn't just say God. It said Mighty God, Eternal Father, Prince of Peace. So Jesus was mighty. That was prophesied of him by Isaiah. Also in Isaiah, in our text verse, Isaiah chapter 11, the spirit of might and that spirit rested upon him. We want that spirit of might to rest upon us. Amen. That whatever we're facing, that we don't fall apart at crisis. We don't fall apart at bad news. We don't fall apart when we get a phone call that, you know, is, um, a, a difficult situation. We are strong and we are mighty in the Lord. Uh, the second thing I want to talk about is that the Holy Spirit brings might. Zechariah 4 and 6 says, this is the word of the Lord to Zerubbabel. And I really prayed over this word and bringing it to you today, this particular verse, and asked the Holy Spirit to give me understanding about it. Because he said in this particular verse, it's not by might nor by power, but by my spirit, 
by my spirit, by the Holy Spirit, says the Lord Almighty. And so that particular verse is referring to the fact that we don't, we don't seek for strength or might alone from God. No, we, we seek the whole package. And when we get the Holy Spirit and the baptism of the, of the Holy Spirit, we get His might. His might comes down within us and it gives us that fortitude and that power, that staying power not to give up and to keep moving forward. So we must have that might of God and it comes by, by, everybody say by, by the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is that spirit of might. And then the last thing to know about might is that we are commanded. We're commanded. It's not an option. We can't be some afraid Christian in a corner, afraid to come out, afraid if we say anything, somebody's going to laugh at us or make fun of us. You know what? Maybe they are laughing. Maybe they are making fun. Maybe they don't want to help you or support you. Maybe they turn their back on you. But you know what? God called us to be mighty, mighty men and women of valor and to do what He has called us to do. Ephesians 6 and 10 says, Finally, Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in His mighty power. Amen. I almost see somebody jumping off a diving board into mighty power. When we get the power of the Holy Spirit, we're jumping into mighty power. That when we face situations and we don't know which way to turn, we don't know what to do, we don't know how to resolve the situation, maybe it's painful and there's so much pain and grief and agony, we don't know how to press past it, we don't know how to move one foot in front of the other, the only way we can do it is through the supernatural might of God, that strength of God. And you know, we talked about how these attributes that we're looking at in Isaiah 11 are like a, a candlestick, a menorah. And there is that spirit of wisdom, the spirit of understanding, the spirit of counsel, the spirit of might, and uh, all of those that we've already discussed, and we have two more next week, are connected together through Jesus Christ, who is the center. Jesus Christ, who is our Lord and Savior. We go to Him. And these are the attributes that make up the Godhead. If someone were to ask you, who is God? He is wisdom. He is understanding. He is knowledge. He is the fear of the Lord. He is might and counsel. Those are his personalities that he wants dwelling deep within us. That spirit of might that we don't give up. You know, there's a verse that says not that he who puts his hand to the plow and looks back 
uh, is not fit for the kingdom. And we don't want to be people who are not fit for the kingdom. We want to be people who keep going for him and whatever he tells us to do at that particular time in our life. And it doesn't matter who approves of it. It doesn't matter who gets behind you. It doesn't matter who supports you. It doesn't matter if you, if you don't even have any money to do what God has told you to do. God, if he says it, he will give you that spirit of might to rise up and to do what he said to do. Whether it's something in your personal life or your ministry, whatever it is he says to do. You know, when we started this uh, program, I didn't have the faith for one program. That's the truth. I didn't even know how to start. And I met with several friends and, and they counseled me and they gave me counsel, people who are strong Christians in media. And they said, just start, just start. And you take that one step of faith. And I had a pastor say many, many times, he'd say, money follows ministry. So I'm talking to some of you today who God has asked you to do something and you need his might, his strength to be able to carry out what he's asked you to do. And you have no clue of how to do it. One of the missionaries who we have helped sponsor is a missionary who's going to uh, she has a church in Iran and she's going back to Turkey because she was she had to leave Iran for safety. And so um, she has to have that might, that strength of God to move forward and do what he has called her to do. And some of you listening today are the same way. You need his strength and you need his might as never before. Now, that word again means strength, force, power, uh, maybe even bodily strength. Maybe you're frail in your physical body and you need that infusion of the spirit of might. And I pray that for you right now. If you're watching today and maybe you've maybe been dealing with some physical issues or maybe getting older and you need the spirit of might to come on you, he will do it. Uh, maybe you're wanting to get involved in any kind of leadership or political government. You need his might. You know, the Bible says that David, he served God with all his reign and all his might. And he had that in that in his military force as well. He had that valor and God used him in a great way. And maybe you need uh, his might, his strength to uh, love the Lord with all your heart or love the people in your life. Deuteronomy 6 says, Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, with all thy soul, and with all thy might. With all thy might. With all your strength. That means you just... Everything you've got, you put into this. If I were to tell you this last week, the distractions and the things that happened uh, before we came to tape today, you know, there, there were several things and I just thought, well, Lord, are you with us? What do we do? Should we just not move forward with it? And several times that thought came to me, but the spirit of might comes on us and we're able to press through and push through and do what he tells us to do every single time. Amen. Amen. Judges 5 says, Let them that love him be as the sun when he goeth forth in his 
might. So we want to be filled with His might and allow the Lord to increase us in His strength. I pray that for you today, that the Lord will fill you with His might, that He will bless you, that He will give you the counsel that you need to do His perfect will in your life and that you'll be a blessing to others. When they look at you and see the might of the Lord on your life, then they will be blessed. If you don't know Jesus, today is your day. Ask Him to come into your heart and say, Holy Spirit, would you baptize me? Would you fill me? Would you give me your might and your strength and your counsel so that I can be a blessing to others? If you ask Him to do that, write to us and let us know. We want to hear from you. We want you to be a part of what we're doing here at Always More. We'll see you next time as we continue our study. This program is brought to you by Heritage Christian Fellowship Incorporated and faithful friends like you. Your tax-deductible donation to Heritage Christian Fellowship Incorporated, founded 1974, will be used to support this program. To find out more about how you can be a part of sending the gospel through Always More, contact us at alwaysmoretv.org.